Welcome to the Strategy Show. We explore with real people how to develop and deploy strategies that work. We discover how they overcome obstacles along the way, balancing both achievement and fulfillment. We dive into the most powerful routines, tactics, and strategies and discover how they manage to stay fresh, strong, and happy. This is your host, Simon Severino. We are here today with Hans Stoiser. He is an entrepreneur setting up a platform to connect European and African entrepreneurs. The platform is called Next Africa. Hello, Hans. Hello, Simon. Thank you for inviting me. It's great to have you here. What are you currently creating? Well, as you already said, yeah, I'm creating a space, a platform where European institutions, organizations, companies and African companies can collaborate. What lights you up about it? I think there's an, an Africa which in Europe we do not see. It's a different Africa. It's an Africa where the economy is booming, the economic output has dribbled within the last 15 years, firstly. Secondly, it's an urban Africa where the emerging middle class is doubling or tripling within the next 12 to 15 years. And thirdly, and maybe most interesting, you could call it there is a digital Africa where the digital transformation is applied much more closely to human needs. For example, mobile money. You might have heard of mobile money, this very easy way how you can transfer money from one mobile phone to the other one. And it's this type of innovations where I think we in Europe could learn a lot of. Lots Why of. do you see an Africa that the other people do not see? Very good question. I was thinking about that for many years because I'm, I'm dealing sometimes more, sometimes less, but for more than 30 years with African countries. And I always had this problem when I got back from an African country and I wanted to tell somebody about some very normal things what have happened on my traveling. As soon as I mentioned the word Africa, people couldn't follow me anymore because they were thinking of wars, uh, hunger, poverty and so on, which in fact was not the case that I was wanted to talk about. So. It's a, a question of how public opinion is working and there is some self-enforcing forces on, uh, on work. And that's why I think we do not see in Europe this other Africa, which of course exists. It seems to be a pattern that entrepreneurs, they start by seeing things that are here that others do not see. How was your start at seeing something different and how did you cope with it? Well, in this case, I had, for whatever reason, the opportunity in, in the early 80s to travel to African countries for the first time. By that time, we had a different time. There were not so many Europeans already there. And, and I could experience firsthand what's going on. And there was then, of course, this difference. People here had this idea of an ever more an ever poorer country and, and people are every time worse off, which already by that time was not the case. So I, I saw this difference. I had the opportunity, so to say, I was privileged in a way to see this difference. 
and um, since then I'm trying to, to get something done on that. I think it was Peter Drucker who said innovation is looking out of the window and seeing things that the other do not recognize yet. Yeah, Peter Drucker, our hero, yes, yes, he's seeing that. And probably, most probably he was also, he, he had also inspired this only much later than upcoming Blue Ocean Theory. Yeah, that there are things out which entrepreneurs are inventing, innovating and bringing to the people. When we were at the last Peter Drucker Forum in Vienna, I saw this wonderful card that his wife wrote for him. Did you see this card which said, thank you very much for inviting uh, Professor Drucker to this and that event and to speak at your conference. He will unfortunately not be able to talk about productivity because he will be doing something in that time which is in the first place the reason why you ask him <laughs> did you see this card yeah, yeah. his wife said that he was very bad at saying no and he was taking too much invitations so he had many opportunities and he was losing focus how how do you keep your focus on your priorities? In fact, uh, this is also one of my weaknesses. Uh, I, I always had this, yeah, not being able to say no, as you mentioned it. Yeah, it's it's difficult. And nowadays, I think it has become even more difficult to to focus because you have so many things you could look at. You, you, your attention is always always around. How do I try to get focused? Uh, uh, I think this comes with age probably. You, you see that you do, do not have that much time anymore and that's why you are focusing automatically. Uh, yes, I do have some goals and I try to follow these goals and, and this is uh, the, 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 my, my main instrument, so to say, to keep focused. Do you write them down? Do you visualize them? How do you do it? I, I'm changing my, my, my personal uh, working method uh, constantly, actually. In the moment, I have a phase where I do write it weekly down. On a weekly basis, I write my goals down. And at the end of the week, I'm looking on what I have really achieved. And this is actually quite a good way how you can learn to focus. And the very important part seems to be the weekly review. Do you take uh, always the same time to do this weekly evaluation, review? Do you have a special place to do that? In this case, I, I do not have the same place and time, no. Which could be quite a good routine, like do it every Sunday night or, or Sunday evening or, or Friday afternoon or whatever. Uh, no, in this case, I do not do that in that way. Because many listeners tell us that the, the breaking point of their system is when they, they fall off the wagon of doing the weekly review. And some other people, they, they answered in the forum that they use like a specific tea that they like. They make their tea and they go to their desk and that helps. And others say they use the, the scented candles because they like the smell. And then they know, oh, this smell, it's time for the review. In my case, I mean, it's a very personal thing, yeah, how you do it, and you, there's no, no one thing fits for all. But in my, in my case, for the weekly review, I do not need that, I think. Uh, 
contrary to when I do some writings. Yeah, I, I, I need a certain environment, a certain coffee or tea, or to get to get things done. Yes. And um, do you have different times when you write, or is it similar yes, times? Yes, very much. It depends. And in my case, it depends very much. I'm, I'm able to write well in the morning. I have to say before lunch after lunch it's impossible for me to do some writing and then later later afternoon at night um, i think i'm quite well in doing some writing what are you reading at the moment at the moment i'm reading actually i've just finished a short history of human mankind from harari mm -hmm. quite an interesting book i liked it very much and now i'm i'm in the second part which is homo deus but I'm just starting. Everybody's to, to reading Homo Deus at the moment. Yeah, because I think it, it. Uh, I'm just at the beginning, yeah. But it it puts its fingers on a very important point. We are in a sort of transition phase. We know that we feel that everywhere, digitization, and of humankind. And uh, uh, he Harari is starting with quite some truth. I think that the world is much better off now in the moment despite we have seven and more billion people on earth hunger uh, diseases uh, wars are on retreat so we have to recognize that in the german speaking world actually we do usually think differently we think uh, uh, things are getting worse and worse but the contrary is true and we have to keep this fact in mind and think now well what will be the next challenges to humankind and the thesis of Harari in this case saying that there will not be any vacuum mankind sorry humankind doesn't allow vacuum humankind will go to the next challenge will go on and this then has to do with well these are the thesis then in the book I have the impression that life's getting better all the time good so you are one of the few. The what, basic what? needs of, of all people I know and work with are met all the time. You yeah. can create something meaningful with all the technologies available, basically yeah. on your phone. Everybody has a phone and that's where the magic happens at the moment. The phone is the TV industry, the music industry, it's the healthcare industry, and you have it in your pocket. And everybody has a phone. But then look at the political level. Why then are people complaining that much there? That's a very good question. I think the problem is inside of them. Who? The politicians? The people who like but to complain. But it's not only the politicians. Look at the, at, at the media, what, what's, what's going on there. So we, we think, when you look at the media, the world, uh, you, you would think that the world is in a very bad condition. Yeah. Like, like climate change, uh, migration, poverty, wars all around. But when you look actually at figures and real figures on data, you see that it's the other way around. So wars are in retreat, poverty is in retreat. Even in, even I say, in Africa, Africa lags behind, but poverty is going back there. Nobody, I think 95% of Austrians, you, you, you would ask, they would not believe and they would not agree with you or me telling them a certain statistics that poverty is on retreat in African countries. 
That's interesting, I think. So why is that? I think there is this anxiety creating industry, yeah. like Fox News and other media. Their only purpose is to make people anxious so that they draw attention to some topics that polarize and that then are part of a whole value chain of politics and right. mingled with corporations which is a game in itself I think and the other part maybe is that there are people focused on creating stuff on solving problems they do not complain they focus on solving yeah. there is wonderful uh, projects going on uh, on climate change on and you know how much great project is going on in the world yeah. in yeah. Yeah. helping to help and then there is a whole part of the population who is complaining a lot like it's what they do so complaining gets more attention than doing some positive projects or talking about positive projects obviously and and this gets reinforced in our digital uh, digitized society i would say look at facebook you or or or, mm -hmm. or linkedin what i've read there are some studies that shows you clearly that 80 percent of of the news you get in your news feed are are on the negative side on are on complaining or, or showing some negative things and only 20 percent according to these figures i don't know are on the positive side so you have a reinforcing circle on that we were both at the four game changers festival did you hear stefan sagmeister no i was not there it in his keynote he showed a a systems analytics institute in in uk analyzed the mood of tweets in different spaces and the two main spaces were new york's grand central station which is a beautiful space yeah and then there was the second space a very ugly one penn station the tweets the mood of the tweets was very positive in central station so they were pointing out opportunities and good stuff happening and the mood of the tweets from penn station were very negative mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so this one one thing that struck me was this impact of the space yeah. on the mood and on the content so meaning we need good architects in the future to create physical spaces it's uh, physical spaces that shape social interactions also yeah yeah there yeah. was also in stefan sagmeister's keynote basically you were going to a toilet through a tunnel a dark place yeah. and some artists sprayed a very big yes colorful just one word yes and some people started to make pictures to pass by to have interactions and then it became a wedding chapel this only happens in the US but people going there after their wedding making their wedding picture there so this toilet and dark room became a wedding chapel with just one word of intervention a couple of colors so you see the world is looking out people I mean people are looking out for for positive things.
Thank you, my friend, for being part of the strategy show. And you, our listeners, you will find the resources we mentioned, as always, on strategysprints.com. If you want others to help find this show, you can leave a comment on YouTube or iTunes and recommend the show in your social networks. Keep rocking. Happy day, Simon. Thank you.